0: Hey guys, welcome back to According to. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. This week, Megan and I are going to be doing a part two to an episode we did a while ago. And that is answering questions that guys have for girls. Um, I remember having a pretty fun time with this last time. And this is just kind of like a fun episode to do. So we've got some different um, articles pulled up that pose the question. And then we'll give our own answers, obviously. But uh, we've done a couple episodes like this in the past. Um, We did one where it was questions that people might have for twins. I don't know if we've done anything else, but there's always the possibility for other episodes like this as well. Um, Before we get started with this week's episode, we are going to do our weekly spotlights. So, Sierra, if you have um, a good weekly spotlight, you can start. Well, I'm happy to be back in our house after having to take like two days to spend at our dad's house after our gas and AC issue, if you guys want to know more about that. You can watch our weekend life that we posted on our YouTube channel, but all that has been figured out. We're back in our house, and it's just nice to be back where my things are at. I also feel like my OT spotlight is just like, I know weekends come around every single week, but I feel like this past week kind of was like, it was a short week, but also like it felt kind of long, and so I was just really excited um, that the weekend finally came around. It was like time to relax. I did a very, um, a lot of nothing yesterday. so today trying to be a little bit more productive it's we've had 10 a good start and we woke up we worked out and then we went or we decided that we were going to make some smoothies when we got back so you know i had bought some stuff and then we pulled our blender out and then we found out it was like broken so then i had to run to target and buy a new blender and then the smoothie was not honestly that good oh, but- you guys make smoothies can you please give us some tips like all we did was put in milk and then some of that like frozen strawberry banana mix into a smoothie and then like ice but where's the sweetness and we definitely added too much milk because it wasn't blending at first and i know sometimes people add juice but i don't really want to add like apple juice or orange juice to like my strawberry banana smoothie so and then like this fruit is supposed to be like what's making it so sweet but like it was just not very sweet um we've also been toying with um learning how to make some strawberry assay refreshers on our own. Um, so, when we go, before we go grocery shopping today, I might kind of mess around with seeing if there's anywhere around here to get things to make that happen. Um, and then also, we're always in the market to try and improve our breakfast sandwich-making abilities because that's what we always get from Starbucks as well. And I want to be able to have that more frequently, but I cannot justify going to Starbucks more than I already do. So, Yeah. Please help us out. We are in dire need of trying to make some things at home. Otherwise, for the rest of the day, we are maybe going to um, go to the beach, but that is all dependent on the weather getting a little bit warmer because it's kind of of windy right now and um, it's going to get into the 70s, but I just don't know how much it's going to feel super warm if it keeps being windy like it is. So we'll see. But going in and reading on the beach always sounds nice. So trying to keep my mind open to that. I did some clinical prep already, which I'm proud of myself for doing, because usually I feel like on Sundays I leave that as one of the last things I do in the day, which is not something I should do. Um, so it's nice to kind of get that done and out of the way, and I'm prepared for tomorrow. So And then you know, once we get through this week, we have another three-day weekend. Oh, yeah. You gotta <laughs> love it. I like, forgot about for that. the 4th of July. Said. Awesome. So something to look forward to. That's always nice. And then... Once we get through this next week, we're done with six out of nine weeks. So and you know, Sierra and I always have this thing of like four and three are such different numbers. So right now we have four weeks left of our clinical. But then once this week is over, we have three weeks. And like that is a huge difference. So time is ticking and slowly I will say like just to kind of give some uh comparison between this clinical versus our six-week clinical that we had last summer, because we're kind of in the same boat as like that one was six weeks and we're kind of entering into week six right now, I definitely feel like I am taking a lot more ownership over what I'm doing in the clinic, which is nice because I was like not sure what the change would be. Like I kind of knew what I wanted to experience, but like last summer I kind of felt like I wasn't sure how to progress patients and I was just kind of like walking them through their exercise and stuff and also having not finished all of the coursework and, like, not knowing, like, shoulder, leg, like, you know, not knowing everything. I was like, I don't really know what to do with you. Um, so it's been nice this time around to have a better idea for, like, the entire body of what's going on and how to progress people. Yeah, and you start getting better at, like, switching from different parts of the body as, like, the next patient comes in and, like, it's not so much of, like, your brain computing, like, what what's going on. I don't even know how to start thinking about, like, the back or the leg or the shoulder right now and you get used to it you know, so, yeah, okay, anything else before we get into the questions? I don't think so, okay, so, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first, so this one article that I'm on right now, um, I'll see what questions apply, but this one is kind of, like, questions that you could ask, like, your new girlfriend, um, and so the first one was like, why have you been single for so long? Which I thought was Ooh, interesting. Thanks. This is what <laughs> people are going to ask me. <laughs> um, Yeah, because I felt like, dang, if we ever like actually start dating someone, like it could be a reasonable question. Or it's just, funny because like, I know that if I were like to date someone who like hasn't been in a serious relationship, I'd be like, why? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> and I'm like, don't ask me that though. because So I thought we could like work, okay. work through it. I think that it all stems from... I mean, it's a few things, but you know, it all combines. I think that going back to my childhood, <laughs> um, oh, we're going back far, I just honestly think that like you and I are introverted people. I think being a twin
1: forced I feel us like how to How
0: quickly you like enter and kind of like go through different relationships does stem a little bit from like how you're brought up. It and does. So, you know, I definitely think that plays a role. Like, Sierra and I, we never dated in high school. Like, had even just, like, very few people that we, like, talked to in high school. And so, and I don't fully know, like, it wasn't necessarily, like, a parent thing. I think it was kind of, like, we were, like, introverted and kind of shy. And I hate when people describe me that. I can only describe myself that way. Other people do not call me introverted and shy. because I don't I'm care if anyone like, calls me an introvert. I hate when people call me shy, even, like, I think it was worse in high school for sure. Yeah. But, like, I mean, my dad still says that sometimes, too. And I'm like, okay. And, like, maybe I just don't feel like talking right now but I definitely think it's part of it. I think also something people don't talk a lot about is how much like the number of friends you has you have plays into it. I was like, that wasn't proper English. Just because like being introverted, like you and I, like we didn't have a lot of friends. We've talked about that openly on the podcast before. And like that itself just kind of like limits the amount of people you meet, the amount of things you go and do. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean- Like, okay. Being able to enter into a relationship with people or with like having the opportunity to like date either like multiple people for like just periods of time if you're dating casually or to like actually be in like a relationship with someone it requires meeting these people that you're going to like start dating and also requires meeting like the same kind of people that you are interested in dating or like have things in common with and to be quite frank like i don't meet people like yeah. that's the best way to describe it i i have not been in a lot of situations where like I am like I never really went out in college that was not something I did
1: and literally like
0: the first time we went out was like in grad school because our class was like doing something and also like the few times I have gone out I'm kind of like I kind of would hate if someone came up to me right now like that was like if someone was interested in me I feel like I would just like feel super awkward and you know what? Maybe that's a personal thing that I need to work <laughs> through. I'm not saying I have no faults of my own, but yeah. Or like, I'm not, I've never like slid in someone's DMs because I've also still never found someone. I'm like, hmm, I'm interested in them. Like, let me do that. So that's not been a route that I've gone down. Dating apps I've tried because, you know, when everything else fails, that's always there. That's like the way that, you know, Megan like and I said we don't meet people. Like that is the way to kind of like intentionally try and meet people and then at least you know that people on the app are like it's hard when you're out in the wild per se out in and the you're just like i don't know how old this person is i don't know what their interests or hobbies are and i don't know even if they're single or not like that's a lot i don't really and i wanna- can tell you i am not going to go up to someone in public like if someone's going to come up to me sure i will not go up to someone and like talk to them no Is that my bad? Probably. (laughs) So then, like, that's really just left, like, dating apps. And, like, I just have not had luck on any dating apps because I don't know why. Yeah. I also think that, like, all of that considered, like, part of it is just, like, I am living my life every single day, like, doing what I need to do. And, like, it's just not something that, if it doesn't happen organically, it's not something I'm always thinking about. And, like, therefore most of my days like come and go without any thought to my dating life yeah so that was probably like we explained this more aggressively probably than we would explain it to a future partner but i don't know i feel like i would almost like if someone actually asked me that i feel like i'd almost have to be like kind of like say something along the lines of like let's take a step back because like i almost feel like i would need to like lay the groundwork of just like instead of being like Oh, like, I don't know, like... You know, I think another thing that bothers me with that question is, or, like, one, when people are, like, asking, like, why have you dated someone or something? It's, like, you're implying that, like, I just could. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, some people are, like, oh, like... you Or, like, I don't know if maybe more people, like, always have, like, someone they're interested in, and then it's kind of, like, the thing of, like, just eventually, like, making that happen, you know? But I can't even tell you the last time that I had, like a crush on someone where like you know how like sometimes when you're growing up most people like you guys know what a crush is (laughs) it's just like something kind of exciting that you can like look forward to Mm -hmm. and interest yourself in but like when you get older and like through undergrad like there was never just like even in my classes like there wasn't someone I was just like interested in or like thinking of like I could like put myself out there and like you know, try to make something happen with like this person. Like there just was not, no one was there. Yeah. So I don't know why I've been single for so long. Um, I'm trying to think of like anything else I feel like I need to add. I don't know. I do think as a society, we should stop placing people's values or value on whether or not they've been in a relationship or if they are in a relationship. Cause I feel like every time you're like, over the age of 20 and people are like oh are you dating someone are you seeing someone are you in a relationship and you say no they're always like oh like that's okay focusing on something else you're focusing see, on like, something and I'm like even if you weren't focusing on anything else like you just might not be in a relationship and that's fine like I hate when people try or and people say that and you're kind of like it doesn't take that much of my focus like, like to they're implying that. And they're like you can't multitask right now and like that's fine and it's like I'm yeah if people are just like for PT school they're like you you know focusing on school and stuff that's good and I'm like I mean, yes. And but I understand like, it's just, like, a nice response. Like, they're getting themselves out of any preemptive hole they think they're digging, even though it's, like, not a hole. And they're, like, just trying to backtrack and make sure that they're not making you feel bad. It's like, I do not feel bad that I am not dating someone right now. No. You do not need to feel bad for me for not dating someone. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. The first question that I have is... Why do girls say they don't want flowers or gifts when they actually do? I think that girls do this because they don't want to have to ask for it. They want, like, whoever they're seeing or whoever they're dating to, like, think of it and just, like, do it. Yeah. I also feel like people would just say that in an effort to not make it sound like people need to get things for them or... That's just the nice, polite thing to do, honestly. It's like, oh, like, don't worry about me, you know? And so people are like, they're not going to say. Because, like, the thing yes, is, please get me if stuff. I were dating someone, you know, I'm slowly becoming a flower girl, Maggie and I both are. We got, we've been getting some flowers, keeping them on our table, but, like, I wouldn't tell a guy, like, oh, like, I would love if he brought me flowers. What I would like is if he, without talking to me or doing anything, brought me flowers, even if I didn't like what he brought me. Like, if I didn't care about flowers, I'd still be like, oh, like, that's so sweet because he, like, thought to do it. Like, yeah. that's what I they feel want. I feel like it's not that they want any gifts or flowers. They want the niceness of, like, the gesture that is either having a gift or flowers or, like, to give. doing something without being asked or told. Because then that just means that, like, you care about they that person. They did it because they wanted to. Like, you want them to do it because they want to. Not because they're like, oh, like, Sierra wanted me to, like, get flowers for her at some point. Like, I should do that. So then she, like will be happy. Like, you don't want that thought process behind it. Yeah. You just want them to do it. <laughs> Which it can go both ways, too. Like, obviously, people who are trying to be, you know, women who are trying to be good partners, too, should try and do similar things for their partners. Okay. This question, I actually didn't see on here, but I just thought of myself. Um, thoughts on PDA? I... Don't like it. I will say, like, the older I've gotten, the less it bothers me when other people have PDA, but it depends on, like, the kind of PDA. Like, if someone's holding hands, I don't care. Knock yourself out. You know? Out. Or, like, you know how people talk about, like, the girl, like, holding the guy's arm when they're yeah. walking? Like, that's the new hand holding. Yeah. <laughs> like, go for it. It's when it gets to be, like, hanging on each other in public, like, like being obnoxious and. Or, like, intruding on other people's, like, personal space or, like, personal boundaries. Like,. Some people are not consenting to what you are doing. And, like, while they're not involved, like, they can see it. So. Yeah. I think there's just a certain level. As far as, like, what, like, for me in PDA, I don't know. I imagine myself as not being a very PDA person, but I also think that, like. Like, physical touch, not high on my love language um, I think part of it, like, (laughs) you know, if I do start dating someone, I think it depends on the person. But, like, as of right now, I'm, like, PDA is, like, not my thing. Yeah. As far as I can tell, so. I remember a couple of years ago, like being at a bowling alley, like with our family and like there was a group of people, like a group of friends, but there was definitely a couple in that group. And I was just like, how are they doing this? Just like in front of their whole friends. Like I am over, like I'm uncomfortable over here. They're just like making out as they were sitting down, like at the bowling alley. And I was like, mm, I don't like this. You know, what I hate, and it's probably me like not unpopular, but I know a lot of people like like this but like when guys have like their hand in like the girl's back pocket i hate that <laughs> people love that <laughs> i know and i remember in uh to all the boys i love before like that's one of the things yeah. that she's like put it's your from hand. 16 candles in. i hate <laughs> it it makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah so that's just that's gonna be girl dependent on their pda comfort okay um why do girls like to use their own shampoo even if you have some available for them to borrow <laughs> Is that a common question? I don't know, I guess. Um, because girls have expensive hair to maintain and your shampoo probably doesn't cut it. Yeah, people are particular about their different shampoo, conditioner, anything else they have like hair masks or anything or like body wash like everyone has like their own like preferred scent and you know, things that work best for them. So, I say if you want to uh, be able to supply some shampoo or something, look at what she has and then if you're willing to splurge, because it's probably more expensive than what you get, um, then you can get one to keep at your place. Okay. Next question. Uh, Which body part do you like the most on a guy? Hmm. I mean, I can appreciate a lot of (laughs) things. Um... I think the back is underrated. I was also going to say the back. I, I feel like, even because, like, I feel like this is n- not necessarily like a recent thing, but even like sometimes I'm like scrolling through TikTok and like I'll see like even like a girl, like not a bodybuilder per se, but like a fitness influencer type person. And it's just like a good back is like oh, I a back on anyone.
1: <laughs> I love like a good back on anyone.
0: Girls, guys. And I like really neglected and I'm still working on improving like doing more back stuff, but, like, I've definitely gotten better, um, because I remember in high school, it's actually laughable to think about, like, what Sierra and I did for everybody. Our whole workout routine, honestly, was a little bit laughable, but you all, you have to start somewhere. We started going to the gym in high school during our senior year, I think. I think junior, junior year. year. Um, mostly because, like, we've always been pretty active people, but we knew that you know with gymnastics slowly coming to a close we wanted to like get more comfortable going like to a gym and having like an actual workout routine and so i remember our workout routine used to be like we would avoid any and all like weight machines which like what i'm saying here like you can do whatever you want if you don't like using like weightlifting or other things that's all fine i'm just like working through how we've changed throughout our fitness journey and we did a lot of abs Which, we were gymnasts, so, like, it was useful. We did one arm exercise. We did shoulder shoulder presses with dumbbells. And that was it. Is that what you were thinking of? I think it was front raises. Because I think we Mm. were specifically thinking, like, we wanted to, like, work on our cast for gymnastics. Oh, wow, we were thinking. Yeah. And so, like, that's what we were thinking of doing. Like, a shoulder raise is not really, like, a cast, honestly. Because I have momentum in a cast. and. We were trying. Just- um, and then for legs, I don't even know what we did. But it was all stuff we did. And, like, we found, like, a mat in one spot in the gym. And, like, anything we did was in that one spot. And then slowly, very – we were very scared because we didn't know how to use all, of, like, the weight machines or anything. And so, like, yes, they have, like, instructions and pictures on them. But it was, like, nerve-wracking to, like, think you were spending, like, too much time trying to figure out a machine. So yeah, like, I was, like, literally no one is around you. Like, no one is waiting for that machine no. that you're on. <laughs> But I remember we literally looked up a video for, like, a leg press machine mm-hmm. at one point in time because we were, like, I think we'd gone in. We were, like, let's – we're going to figure this out. Let's do it. We were, like, I don't know. So, I we walked in. We were kind of messing around. And then we, like, walked right back out of that room because we were, like, what the heck? Had no idea. So, then we looked at a video on our phones. And then back in we went and we did it. So, we conquered it. And slowly but surely, like, you start realizing that none of the equipment's too crazy to figure out. And – Everyone has to learn at some point. So all this to say, I'm like, why am I even talking (laughs) about Why are we talking about exercise? Um, I started, like, increasing, like, what I would do for upper body day, but then it was, like, a lot of, you know, bicep, tricep, shoulder focus. And I really was still not focusing on my back because, like, the back's sometimes not the most fun thing to work out, especially, like, when I was first getting started. You can't see your back. So it's not very exciting or motivating to – work on it but i actually do really enjoy back exercises right now mostly um what i try to fit in is i basically always do seated rows because i think those are like pretty simple and like almost always available um otherwise i would do like trx rows or like uh bent over like just one heavyweight rows that way do some uh assisted pull-ups on the machine Assisted pull-ups are good. I try to do... Lap pull never... My favorite thing is like... A while. I'm bad at working on my lats, honestly. I try to do the lap pull-down, but like not like the setup lap pull-down thing. The straight bar where I'm like reaching overhead and then pulling that down. Mm-hmm. I prefer those lap pull-downs. And I try to do them fairly frequently. And then face pulls are like another good thing that I'll try and like throw into. So I do think I've definitely gotten better at working at my back. So that's just a, you know, back appreciation. Um, I like arms too. I used to honestly, like, I used to prefer, like, abs more than I do. Like, they can be there. They cannot be there. I'm sort of indifferent at this point. But do, like, a good back. Yeah. Legs, um, all I want is, like, them to actually, like, work out legs every no, once like, in a while. as long as it's, like, balanced. Because <laughs> sometimes you're, like, you're a little heavy up top and then not They're so much on the heavy. legs. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Okay. Next question is, why do girls complain about food, but enjoy it so much? Complain about food. Mm, Let me read the underneath part. I guess like this is someone answering. I guess maybe I'm taking it as like kind of demonizing food. Like why do girls demonize it? Like they're like, oh, like you know, I'll get the salad, but like when there are like fries or something, they'll like pick from their boyfriend's plate. That's how I'm interpreting this question. Okay, <laughs> that's my guess. Um, personally, I can't relate. I think a lot. of I will try and help answer. A lot of people, not just women, like have difficult relationships with food. Just whether that's maybe it stems from an eating disorder, or maybe it just stems from like society, society, and like we lack live of in a confidence society. and trying to like navigate like a health and fitness food type journey um and so obviously the good foods are the unhealthy foods and the healthy foods are salads and other things so that's what everyone feels better and good about eating but that's obviously not always the most delicious food ever so you know if they want to sneak a fry even though they order salad I feel like it's just because They got the salad to be healthy. And maybe they like salads. I liked salads at one point in my life. (laughs) I have, like, an aversion to salads now. I think it depends on the salad, but I, like, never make a salad at home on my own. Anyway, I would say I agree with Megan. I think also part of it is, like, they can justify, like, oh, like, I can have, like, one or two French fries from you. But, like, I'm not going to get my whole own order. Mm -hmm. And, like, is that wrong? Maybe, I don't know, but I'm just trying to say why I think they do that. So, yeah. Okay, this question is, do you want to pursue your career after marriage? I mean, this is going to be, I guess, like, since this is just questions, like, for a girlfriend, it's going to be obviously partner dependent. I would say, like, nowadays, honestly, it seems kind of, like, split as far as what women want to do if they want to pursue their career or if they, like, want to be a stay-at-home mom. I feel like a lot of times the idea of not working <laughs> sounds appealing. I I definitely don't see myself as being a stay-at-home mom, but I personally could see myself working, like, part-time or, like, a certain percentage of the time, but then also knowing, at least as of right now, I kind of, like, my quote-unquote stay at home mom time or like not at work time could be spent in like entrepreneurial or other kinds of ventures. So it'd be like, do you consider that stay at home or do you consider that still focusing on like a different aspect of my career? I wouldn't mind like being at home, you know, maybe the kids there too. So then you're also like the stay at home mom then. Yeah. A lot of times too, I think. Um, especially for younger couples and like depending on what careers you have going on, like it might make sense financially um, for someone to stay home to like be with the kid and watch them versus like sending them off to daycare. So it just Mm -hmm. depends on finances and what works best for you. And I think, you know, nowadays we can ask, you know, if the woman is making more money, maybe the guy wants to be a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, that would also make sense. Okay, next question I have is, why are girls so passive-aggressive and hold grudges? I think it's because we just don't forget things. Like, if someone does something to annoy me or, like, did something that I really didn't like, I probably just, like, am not gonna like them. Ever. It's definitely hard to change my mind about someone once I have an opinion formed about them because... If you did something that, like, left a sour taste in my mouth or I didn't like, then I'm just going to remember that. So it's not easy for – it's not easy to forgive and forget and move on, at least, like, genuinely. I feel like on the surface you could act like, oh, like, oh, I don't care. Like, they're so fine. I'll get along with them. And what's annoying is I feel like some people consider that being fake. I disagree. I think that if you dislike someone, it's important that you still, like – you know, maintain, like, a healthy, respectful boundary as, like, the lines that you will or won't cross when you interact with them. Like, if you don't like someone and you, like, have to work with them, you're not going to just, like, be rude to them every single time you talk to them. You can dislike them while still, like, respectfully engaging with them, but then you still don't like them. Like, that's fine. It's not fake. You're just trying to get through the day. day. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not worth it to cause, like, more problems than necessary but i don't know it just seems like guys take things a little bit more lighthearted than girls do and so they're like oh like they didn't mean it like they just had a bad day or whatever but i don't know i also feel like i don't really hold a grudge until it's like okay now we've crossed a certain line where it's like i know that you like this is who you are and it wasn't just like a one-off kind of thing Mm -hmm. okay this one is um as someone who isn't very outgoing and who studies in a male-dominant field, in a male-dominated workplace, I don't really meet a lot of you, as in women. Uh, any of you don't like going to clubs, discos, and bars? Where do you go instead? This is a good question, because I don't know. I feel like I, I stay have, at my house. When I, like, describe or i am asked, like... Don't you hate... What, I, what do you do in the free time? Like in what your do you do free for time? Time? What are your hobbies? And I'm just like... I don't know. (laughs) I guess I don't have any. (laughs) I read now. I could say that. I read. I try to play pickleball.
1: (laughs) And I really enjoy
0: staying inside every once in a while. I also hate like including like working out. Like because I'm like that's not like a hobby. I just like work out to work out. But I do it and I don't do a lot. So sometimes I include it. Yeah. Or like I don't know. There's certain things where it's just like. You know, I like to travel when I can, but, like, but, I like can't just, travel like all the time. like, now, like, oh, I like to work out. I like to travel. Like, literally everyone ever says that. So, but I keep getting asked that, and I'm just, like, I sound like the most boring person ever. I feel ever. like such a nerd when I'm, like, I like to do escape rooms sometimes. <laughs> but it's your truth. It is. And I try and own it. But True. I feel like they're, like, God, how many do you do if it's, like, a hobby? And I'm, like... A lot. (laughs) Then that means you really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Otherwise, like, let's stop trying to, like, have people have hobbies. It's okay to, like, go home and just do nothing. (laughs) I know. I'm like, I love just, like, watching YouTube and Netflix, but do you, that doesn't make me sound like a, it's not a hobby per se. Like, it is kind of, I guess, but. No, it's not. What's the definition of a hobby? (laughs) I'll Google it. Something you enjoyed to do in your free time. Oh, I just Googled Hobby Lobby on accident. A hobby. I need to look at the definition. An activity done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. So? I mean, so I guess. But like, if someone, if someone were to be like, oh, like Netflix, you'd be like, that's not a hobby. That's not what you're asking for. That's why I don't say it. I never say that is a hobby of mine, but I'm just like... Um, I don't do a lot. Did you know that another definition for like, of course, we like podcast and make videos, but like, well, I don't. I am about not that. going to. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Another definition of a hobby is a small horse or pony. Didn't know that one. Okay, it's so my turn. Yep. Why do girls go to the bathroom together? I've never really been. Like, I've not done this often, but I'm also, like, like, Sierra and I said, we didn't have, like, a whole girl you know, group grow- yeah. <laughs> growing up. So, like, I just probably didn't have the opportunity. But I just imagine it's, like, if one person's going to the bathroom and you're kind of, like, oh, like, I maybe kind of have to go to the bathroom, too. Like, it just, I feel like, it reminds you. Snowballs. And you're, like, yeah, like, and, I'm like, even if you don't have to go to the bathroom, sometimes going to the bathroom can be, like, a code word for, like, I have to tell you something. That I don't want the, uh, these other people to hear. So, like, come with me so I can tell you. Yeah. But usually, like, not often. At least, like, not in my experience. Because, like, like, I said, I don't have a little girl gang where I'm, like, trying to tiptoe around anyone else that I'm also around. Because, yeah. But that's just me. Um,
1: I also, on the thing that I was on, just came across
0: that question, so... I'm trying to find a good one. If you have one. I have one. You can save me. (laughs) I honestly like. Okay. So this one is. Why do girls say they hate girls? I hate girls. Who hate girls? Girls support girls. Like don't you hate that? Or like girls that are like. I like really like. I always got along with the guys a lot better. I'm like shut up. You are a girl. So how are you going to turn down. Your fellow females? I hate it. Even if you are like a tomboy. And like. You're not into, One like, of makeup or... I'm like, shut up. You act like that makes you so different. Can we just get along with everyone? So. Like, there's certainly times where I'm, like, surrounded by, you know, a couple girls or, like, a group of girls that, like, maybe, like, I'm not necessarily, like, super close with them and just, like, for acquaintance reasons or, like, however else, I'm surrounded by people and really anyone can be annoying or have like an overbearing personality in my mind but if it happens to be like I'm bra I'm by like a round of I'm around a bunch of like from my standards like a little bit overbearing girls then sure I might be like wow these I am girls are not much. I'm not having it with these ladies over here and you know I would say that I would probably be more likely to like have that. I don't know. I'm like, there can be some really annoying guys too. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, I get annoyed when there's these girls who're like, oh, I much per- like I would much rather hang out with the guys than the girls. And I'm like, there are annoying girls and there are annoying guys. So like, find women friends who like relate to you. You can have guy friends too. I don't freaking care. But it bothers me. If we're like, girls are the worst. I hate girls. And it's like, you are a girl. Shut up yes or like I'm sorry but like if it was like I saw a group of girls and a group of guys and I had to go sit down guess where I'm heading (laughs) I'm going to the group of girls hey ladies how are you hey ladies what's up yeah like and I'm not a girly girl like I would not consider myself like you know I don't know like I don't even know what I'm saying I would just probably have more in common with that group of girls than I would with that group of guys yeah um okay this is when it should be give up on chasing you. If someone's, in, I don't play the whole game of like chasing back and forth or, I don't know. I'm just like if you have to chase that hard, I would stop. Yeah. I think it's like, it's nice if both people are like pursuant, but I don't think it should be like one person who's like. Chasing it should not be exhausting to it try to chase after someone and, like, I always make say, them interested in you. Like, I've always tried to remind myself, if you can't tell if they're interested, they probably aren't. You know, I just... I actually liked this TikTok. And I was like... You know, in a way, I feel like I related to it, but at the same time, I was like, I should really, like... This should stick in my head a little bit more. It was a TikTok um, from JC Marie Smith. And it was basically something along the lines of, like, she had never like related to the idea of like liking someone else but then them not liking you back because she was like if I liked someone and then found out like they didn't like me back like I get the ick and I'm just like <laughs> ew, they like don't like me <laughs> <So> <laughs> I think I saw that she was just like so I like don't even know what that she's like so what's wrong with them I remember seeing that it was funny yeah so I liked it because it made me laugh and I was like that's not a bad idea because probably you know harder to practice because yeah sometimes you like someone and you're like why don't they like me? But I mean, at the same time, you're like, well, why don't they like me? Like, something's clearly wrong with them and not yeah. me. <laughs> I mean, hey, whatever you have to do to, you know, get yourself out of that rabbit hole, yeah. I think it's fine. Uh, is it my turn? Yep. Why do girls spend so much time getting ready? This is by far more person dependent than it is boys versus girls. Like, we lived with our dad for a while. Guess who always took longer to get ready. I mean, it takes our dad an hour to get ready. And do you know how long it, it can take me to get ready? I wake up and I can be out Sometimes the door. Sometimes it's insulting how little minutes. our dad. He's like, he'll be like, you're going to get ready? And I'm like, I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm ready. He's like, you're going to shower and warm off?" And I'm like, no. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or like, we've always... He does not understand the concept of like girls not needing to wash their hair every time they shower, even though we've told him, like, you don't have to wash your hair every time. Like, you can wash your body. He's yet, like, but you should, though. Like, I think he just thinks it's gross not to, but, you know, here I am still. And he also, like, he, even if he thinks that, like, he doesn't have the burden of having to deal with, like, then drying said hair. Yeah. Anyways, in general, I think that. If we're going based off of, you know, the norm, women tend to do their hair more. Women tend to wear makeup more, probably tend to put a little bit more effort into their outfits and those things require minutes and time to do. Yeah. And if it's something they enjoy too, then they're not necessarily like speeding through the process trying to get done super quick. So yeah, like it's like they're getting ready, but a lot of women enjoy it. Like I even, like I said, I'm not a big makeup person, but I understand the appeal and sometimes if I'm, like, in the mood, I can be, like, oh, like, let me take some time to, like, actually, like, Even if get I'm not ready. doing, like... Yeah, even if I'm not necessarily doing, like, this full makeup look, because Lord knows I cannot do that, it's nice to have, like, a few extra minutes to, like, do a little bit more skincare or, like, the few products for makeup that I do use, like, actually using them. <laughs> and, and, like, it makes me feel good. Yeah. And if you do your hair, obviously, like, hair is no easy feat, especially for me. And so that takes time and so i mean i just say guys typically take less time because most of them just brush their hair quick splash their face with some water <laughs> and put on some clothes i will say i can appreciate like if a guy like takes time to like get ready and like has kind of a routine Sometimes when i see those guys on tiktok oh, that are like, are you, like where are early you 20s <laughs> and like they're in like this super clean aesthetic apartment and it's just like their routine. I'm like, I cannot fathom meeting a guy who like that's their life. Yeah. Like great so event. clean. Put together. Like and I'm in awe. I'm just but like I just can't I'm believe Harley even like I'm not put together like that. No. I love those TikToks though, because I'm just like, wow, that's it's a crazy reminder that there are guys that do then that take care of themselves. Not just stereotype, but you know. Are Crocs a deal breaker? realistically no but am i thrilled also no i also feel like because this is making me laugh people on tiktok of course like we're saying you know i'm either married to or dating like my flip-flop amazing boyfriend or husband is like amazing in every way but i've had to deal with the fact that like they are a croc wearer or flip-flop wearer And that's just how it is. And I kind of am like, you know what? Everyone has their vices. And maybe for some people it's Crocs. A lot of girls wear Crocs and like we consider that to be trendy. So who am I to say, no, you can't wear that. I do feel like, you know, a preferred, I'd prefer if they wore like Birks or something. Like that's still a sandal that would make sense and it's good for the summer. Because I've also seen people be like, what else are guys supposed to wear in the summer? And in my mind, I'm like, Burks, Mm-hmm. That's what you wear for your summer shoe. There's probably others, but... I've also, like, I... Like, have never worn Crocs, and so it's not a double standard either. I just think that they're ugly. Um, Question I have is, why are girls bad at directions? This may be a little sexist, but I'll accept it because I'm bad at directions. I think... I don't need directions. I have my phone and I need nothing else. I think like, part I can, of it, I just don't want to invest time into learning or caring about directions or road names when it will serve me no purpose. Like the amount of times I've gone to my dad's house or my grandpa's house and they'll be like, oh, you're just going to take, you know, this road here to this road there to this road there. I'm like, you lost me. I don't know these, especially when it's the numbered roads. If it's not, like, four specific roads that I know the numbers of, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And you know what I'm going to do when I'm going somewhere? I'm going to plug in that direction or plug in the location on Apple Maps. And he will tell me how to get there. Or, like, our grandpa always likes to try and, like, give us, like, his personal, like, this is his recommendation on, like, how to get from point A to point B. And I'll just, like, nod my head, smile... And then when I'm going to that place, I'm going to put it into Apple Maps and go whichever way it tells me to go. That's fastest. Unless of course, sometimes I like a more scenic route. And so like I have my own ways I'll drive to places if I don't want to like go on the interstate or whatever. Cause I just, you know, depends on the drive, depends on the mood. I do also feel like it's also a generational thing. Like I just think that you used to have to know Road names and street names more because like you didn't have access to a GPS or something, so you'd have to like be like, oh, this is you know I eighty that we're gonna take here and take this exit to go off this road, and like now you just you don't have to know that because you have access to it. It's one of those things where it's like, why would you learn it if you could Google it? Here's another question: How do you feel about guys working in a workplace that's dangerous, or like having a job that's more dangerous? I'm gonna be honest. I really would not prefer to date someone in a dangerous profession. Like, as much as you want to focus on, like, the person first and how you feel about them, it's really hard to separate the fact that if they have a dangerous job, then that's, like, a constant level of stress that you kind of, like, accept with, like, dating them and being with them. And I was just, like, I imagine, like, the family that I envision, like, I don't want to end up with it, like, just being me. Yeah. And, like, whatever kids I'm raising. Yeah. Like, like it's sad because, you know, obviously, like, with a dangerous job and, like, the reason people don't necessarily want to have their spouse doing something dangerous is the thought of them, like, ending up alone. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of, like, if I could prevent that from even happening in the first place, you kind of think about that. And, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, Obviously, if I was dating someone and, like, you know, like, I'm going to go work at this job, I wouldn't be, like, well, we're breaking up then. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, like, if I met I'd be someone. Like, let's talk about yeah, this. Yeah, talk let's- about it. But, like, also if I met someone, like, and just knew, like, their career, I'd be, like, "Oh, like, is this something that I want to get into? Some people probably, like, disagree with that, but it's something that I would think about. Yeah. I agree. Shoot, it's my turn to ask the next question. I don't even have my laptop pulled up. Okay. It might be dead, honestly. (laughs) Good. My laptop's been, like, on, like, 9%. So you can ask the next one while I try and see if this turns on. Um, okay, this is a classic. Um, when you're really angry about something but you won't tell us, why... Why do you do that? The true answer is I don't know why I do this and why other people do it. I feel like, for me, it's always this sense of if I'm really angry and upset, I kind of want to just, like, wallow in whatever self-pity or just, like, being upset. Like, I want to do that, at least momentarily. And so, leave me be to that, even just for, like, a little bit. And then after that, I can, you know, be tempted to discuss things a little bit more, say what's, like, actually on my mind. But I just feel like a little, like, a moment of reflection myself and, like, figuring out What's actually bothering me in this situation? What can be done to change it? I do think, you know, a conversation needs to be like followed up with. Like, don't fully say, you know, I'm angry and like I don't want to talk about this anymore and then just like actually not bring it up again. I do think time is okay, but then revisit because that's like healthy communication. Mm -hmm. I also like, I will kind of like sometimes wallow like megan said and like whatever anger or self-pity that i'm giving myself but i also like try not to give intentional silent treatment i will say like sometimes i'm like not talking because i'm like just like angry and like wallowing again but like if someone's mm-hmm. talking to me i would probably not like ignore them yeah intentionally. i really like silent treatment is not helpful yeah. like you should at least say intentionally i need some space We can talk later, and I think that's better. Okay, next question is, do you always expect us to pay for dinner? My, I think we shared this probably in the last episode, but it's like one of the more common questions, so we can answer again. My thought is always, whoever asks the person out on the date should be the one that's expected to pay, although... I think the first date is certainly a good time to follow quote unquote uh, chivalry standards if that's gender (laughs) norms. Yeah. Like if I were to ask a guy on a a date like, hey, let's go do this, I would be fully ready and like willing to pay for the date. I would go into it kind of expecting that's what's going to happen. If a guy offered to like pay for it instead, I was like, oh, no, 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 like let me get it. And then... You know, he might once again insist, and I'd be like, "Okay, sure." Okay, sure, or like maybe we'd split it or something. That's like what I envision. Like, but like, do you imagine like if you did kind of go into a date like that, you had asked someone on, if they didn't offer, you'd be like, "That's suspicious." Well, because I feel like someone should like you should always offer. The other person should always offer, especially on a first date. Like once you get kind of in the groove of stuff, like when you are in a relationship every once in a while sure I still feel like you know offer to pay or like split things up or however that works for you but on the first date the other person should always offer to pay and they should always offer to pay the full thing in my mind that you may, may aren't going to actually pay the full thing but I feel like that's what you offer oh well, like let me get mm-hmm. it I got this one <laughs> and you guys are both fighting over it and you're like oh like okay you take it no you take it and you're like suddenly suddenly you both want the other person to Um, yeah, I always think that you should always offer. I will say, like, in my mind, this is going back to, like, me being, like, I probably would not ask a guy on a date. So, like, in that sense, I am expecting him to pay. Yeah. So, but then I will offer, and then they would say, like, oh, no, like, I got it. Like, that's what I would expect. If they, I'd be kind of shocked a little bit if they were, like, accepted me, you know, paying. I'd be like, oh, like. Would that be, like, hmm. I would be a little suspicious, but I think that if everything else went well, and then there was like a second date where they like then paid, I'd kind of be like, okay, like I don't know, but like it would be kind of weird, and I'd be like, you asked me on the date, you're not, I just offered, but you're not actually supposed to take me up on yeah. it. Um. Okay. What are our thoughts on beards versus freshly shaven? I gotta this say. Is- <laughs> This has changed as I've uh, matured. And it's not just because of the Top Gun movie. I know a lot of girls are like, oh, like, mustaches because of Top Gun. I've, like, (laughs) low-key been liking facial hair more, like, within the past few years. I agree. And I used to be, like, hardcore. I was, like, clean shaven. No facial hair. And now I'm like, hmm. That's a nice little touch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A little bit of pizzazz. Spices things up a bit. So, yeah. I... I feel like I like the mustache, say. but like not like No. if necessarily you told me like that I would be a mustache girly, I'd be like, "No." But here we are. Yeah. And Top Gun has only helped promote that. So. Yeah. I think it's becoming more and more common that girls are liking mustaches. Okay. Let's see if I can find another question. My computer's kind of going very slow as it is suffering death. That might have been it for this one. Do you have another one you can yeah. ask quick? Um, why do girls wear heels if they hurt your feet? You'd still look good in flats. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> that's my answer. False. Sorry to all my girlies out there who love flats, but I just disagree. I think flats are so ugly. I think that most flats are ugly. Some flats can be okay. Ballet flats? That's what we're talking about. Because that is like the equivalent of like... Those are flats. Yeah, like, you know, sandals, flat sandals, different, flats that are flats. Not good, at least in our opinion. I like to wear heels when I'm dressing up because I think that they look nice. They make my legs look nice. They accentuate my legs because of the position I you know, put you in. With like a full like they make your pant calves too. look good. They look nice, um, and with like I try to get shoes that aren't like the most uncomfortable thing ever. So. But they're not necessarily like, they're not super comfy like I'm walking on clouds. So you suffer a little bit in the name of fashion, but I feel like I'm still more confident overall because I'm more confident in my look that I have going on than if I were to be wearing the same thing but with less than flattering shoes. Should we just end the episode here? We can yeah my computer's like dying so it's going so slow um anyways hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode hopefully if you're a guy listening and you were curious about any of these questions maybe we helped if you're a girl and you feel like we did not answer these right if we didn't do it justice leave your own opinion in the episode post on our instagram otherwise we will talk to you guys next thursday bye Bye.